Welcome to The Light Within, a podcast for anyone seeking to rewrite their life, live in their light, and align with their soul's highest purpose. I'm Leslie Draffin. I'm a certified microdosing practitioner, menstrual cycle coach, and feminine embodiment mentor. And I'm on a mission to break taboos around women's bodies, periods, and psychedelics. On this show, we're exploring all things spirituality, sexuality, mysticism, and empowerment. Come along as I interview other coaches, teachers, healers, and thought leaders about all the ways we can feel more tuned in, turned on, and lit up AF. If you're on a journey towards self-discovery, you've come to the right place. This is The Light Within. Hello, beautiful beings, and thank you so much for joining me for this episode of The Light Within. Today, I am talking with Kat Dow. She's a family constellation therapy facilitator, also a microdosing practitioner, and we connected through our shared teachers, Axis Mundi. I am so excited to dive deeper into family constellation therapy with Kat. We're also going to talk about microdosing, how psilocybin has really helped her awaken her own self-love, and we'll talk a little bit more about reawakening our self-expression and ancestral healing. But before we get started, this episode is sponsored by Cyclical Microdosing. It is my revolutionary 10-week online group journey to help you heal your relationship with your cycle, womb, and divine feminine through the magic of psychedelic mushrooms. In this groundbreaking group container, we combine what I call the holy trinity, cyclical living, womb reconnection, and sacred psychedelic medicine to bring you back home to yourself and help you heal the places within your soul you have long neglected. Now, live sessions for this course start May 30th, and you still have time to sign up. I want you to take advantage of this free call offer I have going on right now. You can sign up in the link in the show notes for a free 30-minute one-on-one session with me where I will show you how to use my cyclical microdosing protocol in your life. I'll share with you a simple, easy, intuitive way to start tracking your cycle and healing your relationship with your period. I'll also get you an aligned action plan that you can use to help support you through your biggest cycle challenges. It is free to work with me one-on-one for this 30-minute session this month only as a way to say thank you for supporting me, for supporting the podcast, and of course, as a way to introduce you to the transformational work that is cyclical microdosing. So go to the link in the show notes below. Sign up for that call with me. I want to see you, babe. I really do. I want to connect with you and share with you more. So without further ado, let's welcome Kat Dow to the Light Within podcast. Kat, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. So am I. So first question I ask everybody is what ignites your light within? Oh, wow. Wow. So this question is really profound with like where I'm at in my life right now. Um, And so that's why I love the title of the podcast. But I think what first comes to mind is, is the act of expression. Um, I've been a very expressive person since I was a child. Uh, In my family system growing up, especially like my expression rubbed people the wrong way. (laughs) And I tend to think it's because, you know, as children, like, this is what the children do, right? They just exist in their truth and then they kind of trigger what is unhealed. But I tend to think it's because my expression was kind of a mirror for a lot of truth and vulnerability and passion or just light that people in my family didn't really know how to tap into for themselves. And so it was kind of 
you know, I can't say that my family like consciously tried to dim my light, but I also can't say they subconsciously didn't try to either. You know, we're all acting from a place of coping, survival and protection with that stuff. So for the last four years, I've been in this really big like rebirth and reawakening to my self-expression through dancing after many years of giving it up after high school. Um, another big way was like of using my heart as my guide, even when it was like fucking terrifying and so scary. Um, and then being seen for what I believe my purpose is in this life and allowing myself to feel safe expressing emotions. Like these are a few of the biggest ways that I've been tapping into part of my light and reawakening to it. And it, and it happens in, in small ways every day too. But, you know, I work with intergenerational trauma. So it's really easy to get addicted to shadow work because it's one of my biggest teachers, right? It's all of one of our, all of our biggest teachers. It's a huge part of, of my life story and how I discovered family constellation therapy before um, I really tapped into my light. And it's really super relatable to people. So it's not the whole story, but I definitely want to live my life in wholeness in all parts. So I need to live a life that can go deep into the shadows, kind of go into the underworld a little bit, and also embrace my light, receiving light and integrating my light parts and letting the world see my light parts. And that's been very, very new for me. And I'm still deep in that journey. I'm really good at figuring out what's wrong and how we can fix it. But like accepting that light through outside of self-expression is something I'm, it's new for me too. Mm. So you've sort of mentioned a couple of things that you, you work with. So for those folks who aren't familiar with you or your work, give us a bit of a breakdown about who you are and what it is that you bring into the world. Yeah. So um, my name is Kat Dow. I'm a family constellation therapy facilitator and a microdose practitioner. And I live in San Diego, California with my boyfriend and two dogs. And um, I've really been on this really, really deep journey with family constellation therapy for like three years. Uh, the short of it is about four years ago, my entire life changed when I got divorced from my partner of eight and a half years. We were married for 11 months. And after that time, I really started diving deeper into spirituality in, a, in an embodied way rather than just consuming a lot of information. So I started to live my spirituality. And then that started kind of with like yoga teacher training. That's when I fell in love with the chakras, which I heavily use in intuitive readings and definitely in FCT. I left my family's business in the wine industry where I did social media for six years. And that was a huge break in the family system, but also within my own purpose. And then I transitioned into family constellation full-time as a career after that. So it's been quite the journey and that's about one one hundredth of my life story. <laughs> but in general, the last four years has been like a huge remembering of my purpose and my soul. Okay. I'm obsessed. So there are so many things to dive into in that one sentence. Um, let's start though with family constellation therapy. So it's so funny that we're having this chat because um, it's like over the last five, six months, this FCT has like come online in my awareness, like over and over and over and over and over again. And so I have done like a, a little bit of a Google, but not anything significant. So what the hell is family constellation therapy? It's gaining so much more popularity, I think, because uh, Gwyneth Paltrow on her recent Goop series did on episode five about family constellation therapy. Uh, and that's, that's a group session. It's a little bit different from like what I do. I do one-on-ones mostly, but um, I love that people are finding out about what it is because it's so freaking powerful. 
But family constellation therapy, or abbreviated as FCT, is essentially a way to identify hidden dynamics within our family system. So it really works to untangle any energy and enmeshment within a family system through identifying the root cause of certain patterns and behaviors and beliefs. So clients will usually come to me with like deep fears, certain belief systems, or even a felt sense that they've experienced something in their bodies, whether they did or not. One of my greatest um, examples of that is I have a client who came to me and said, I have a, a paralyzing fear. I'm going to lose my husband and I don't know where it comes from. And we traced back her, her lineage and two um, generations behind her, we found out that her great grandmother lost her husband, her first husband unexpectedly in the war. And as a result, the energetics and the way that she learned to live her life after that was passed down. And then my client was holding that fear in her body. So most of the time, these are tied to people in the lineage and their stories and their experiences. Uh, it's not a hard and fast rule, but I'm going to say 99% of the time it is. And unfortunately, you know, our ancestors lived in a time where you know, these traumatic experiences that they had gone through, they were never faced, they were never leaned into, they were never validated, and like, let alone even the concept of being healed. So, you know, I think this is why I actually know why this is why ancestral trauma is becoming really popular, because a lot of us came in this lifetime to break some really difficult patterns. And that's not to say that our parents didn't break patterns of their own. I know they did. I'm sure they did. And, and we always honor that but it was not on a collective scale like it's happening now. So each generation has kind of picked up from the last and we carry some form of their trauma in, in our lives and in our bodies. And so with FCT, what is it about that therapy that helps people go back and access, you know, where this stuff comes from? Because that's what's just so fascinating to me as someone who's adopted, who I know a bit about my maternal, like my maternal side and who my birth mom was, but nothing about my birth father whatsoever. Mm. And so it's so fascinating to me that you can like trace this back. Yeah. So repeat the question one more time, just so I make sure I answer the, which, so, you know, how is this able to like FCT? How is it able to find where the roots are? Hmm. So the goal of, so I'll tell you, I'll kind of lead into it a little bit. So the goal of family constellation therapy is to restore order and love back into a family system where hmm. everyone is in their proper role and place in like the quote unquote family tree. And my mentor has the best analogy for this. And she says, it's basically the idea that your family system is like a garden hose. And so things like war, trauma, loss, miscarriages, stillborns, early deaths, other traumatic experiences, um, they kink the hose. Big T and small T trauma, by the way, it's really, it's so dependent on the individual person and it prevents something from life force energy coming through the family system and love. And so that life force energy is what connects you to your purpose, to love, your truth, your blessings, to magic, like whatever, whatever it is. So in talking about how it 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 helps people like get to the root cause we have to understand where we come from we have to understand the where the stories of the people that came before us um 
it's so important to have compassion and understanding for your family members as well to understand their stories and what they went through. And one of my favorite quotes is this from the book, What Happened to You by Oprah Winfrey and Dr. Bruce D. Perry, which is it's not about what people did. It's about what happened to them. And, you know, we don't play the blame game in FCT with parents. I mean, it's part of the process. I always say like the victim mentality is part of the process. We hold space for all of it. But ultimately, at the end of the day, we really want to understand what happened to the people in our lineage that caused them to act a certain way. Now, some people come into sessions and they don't really know a lot about their family system, and that's okay. We look at um, what did you hear a lot growing up? What are, what are the few pieces of information that you know? Let's work there. And then what I love the most about FCT is that we work in a morphogenic field or a consciousness all-knowing field. So even if we don't know a lot about a certain family dynamic or a lot about a certain person, I can put, you know, I do it with papers. So um, essentially I assign certain papers for different people's situations, even chakras. I do, I put chakras a lot in the, in the, in the constellation. Um, and just by how people place the papers and what happens when they stand on them tells us a whole story. So that's kind of two of the ways that we we do it together. And we, we go in layers. It's super important to go in layers. Like we cannot get everything done in one session. It really takes time to uncover everything. So how did you find FCT for yourself? It's a hilarious story, actually. So I was, well, the first part's not hilarious, but the, in, in the end it is. So I was, I struggled with depression my whole life, really, really bad really bad um more than more than once contemplated suicide Mm. um and the most recent time of my life where that happened again was about uh, was back in 2020 actually it was um in the midst of, of of all the covid stuff and i was crying on my bed with my ex partner at the time and i was like i feel like I don't know why I went through everything I went through. Like, what is my pain for? What is this all for? Like, what am I doing here? Like, I don't feel like everything that I've been through has meaning. And I just prayed out loud. And I was like, somebody send me a freaking sign of what to do. Because I was spiritual and like doing all of it. I was getting read, but like, it wasn't in me like it is now. And the next day, I shit you not, I go to my cousin's house who like introduced me to Hay House and all the people I work okay. with now. And she was like, you've been really down lately. Is everything okay? And I was like, yeah, everything's fine. I'm just like, I'm struggling again. And I, you know, I'm not happy in the relationship and I, I don't really love my job, but it's cool and it's fun. And I don't know, I need help. I think I need a life coach. And she goes, well, I don't know a life coach. But I do know this woman named Carrie Gagne and she does in family constellation therapy, but she also does intuitive readings and journeying and all of that. And she's like, just do six months of coaching with her and see what happens. And I was like, well, what the fuck is family constellation therapy? (laughs) She was like, honestly, it didn't work for me. I don't like it. It's not my favorite. I don't, I I mean, it works, but like, I don't really like it. She was like, just don't Google it because it, it's, you can't really find a lot of information. Just go in and see what Carrie thinks that you need. I was like, okay. So I did zero research. <laughs> I thought I wasn't going to like it. I was desperate for help. And I was like, whatever it is, I'm open. 
And I went into my first session completely open and I left and I feel like I had unzipped lifetimes of other people's shit off of me. And I remember a few days before this, I was, I had written in my journal, all the things I had shame about in my life. And it was like three pages back in front. And I was like, holy shit, you have a lot of shame. And I immediately right after the session thought I need to go into that and see what's mine and what's not mine. Like, this is wild. I crossed off every single thing except for three different scenarios that I I had shame about that I induced. But I mean, even then you could probably relate it back to something, but it was more so my own acting. And I was like, oh my God, none of this is mine. None of the shit that I, my purpose, the way I dress, the way I think, the way I talk, the way I feel, the way I move through the world has been so greatly influenced by everyone else that I am not living a life that is my own. And as soon as I just started doing family constellations twice a month for those six months, I, I cocooned, I came out of my cocoon and I butterflied the fuck up. I mean, it was wild, the transformation that happened. It was awesome. I love that. I think that it's so fascinating that it was your family member who was the one who introduced you to this. I love the whole, don't Google it. Like, don't look it up. Just go ahead and go for it. And so after you finished your train or your coaching with her, what was the spark that told you, I also need to bring this into the world to more people? I can't describe what it was, but you'll know what this feeling is. It's like a full body knowing. Mm-hmm. And after the second session, I was like, this is what I'm here to do. It had never been more clear to me. I felt it coursing through my veins. I have this little pyrite crystal tree in front of me, but the, the, but I, I actually saw a vision of a tree when I was like talking to spirit, like show me what this work is going to do in my life. And they showed me a tree and I was like, oh, this is roots. We're growing roots right now into my life in a way that I've never done it before. So it's been, it was life-changing from the beginning. Training happened very quickly after that. And I've been in it for almost two years. Mm, I love that. Yeah. So when did plant medicine become an aspect that you started using in your life? And then we'll get into like how you're using it with FCT, but like, when did you start using intentional plant medicine? So I was introduced to plant medicine uh, from seeing Krista on the Almost 30 podcast openly talk about microdosing with Access Mundi. Yeah. And I started following Brooke and Michael and I would just curiously like watch their stories and their posts. And I definitely felt called to microdosing or working with plant medicine in a very subtle way. But honestly, I was scared of the medicine Mm -hmm. because at this time in my life, uh, I was really in a sensitive place with my body, my work, my shadows. Like I was still uncovering so much stuff from my childhood and my lineage. I was doing feminine embodiment coaching with Chelsea Adair, and I just felt very raw and open. So I felt like from what I had seen with Axis Mundi and Krista, that the psilocybin would kind of exacerbate. That's what I thought, right? That openness more. And I wasn't ready to go there. And I wasn't even really sure what microdosing even meant, but I knew that something was inside of me. And so in November of 2021, I bought their microdose 101 course and it sat untouched in my inbox for six months. And then I went to Colorado by myself with my dog in March of 2022, um, just to kind of get away from Southern California. And I was definitely in, it's still in a transformative place. And I was emerging out of my cocoon even more. And I thought, fuck it, why not just go through this and see, let myself go there, you know, like, 
be empowered for the information you paid for it just like dive in and see if it eases your discomfort and see what's there um and i finished the course in a weekend and i knew in my heart it was time and i had done a ton of research on youtube and i figured out who paul stamets was and my boyfriend now was telling me all about the benefits of the stamets stack and i think being out in the middle of the mountains in colorado at 9000 feet elevation i just had this deeper connection to earth that made me feel more open to the mushrooms and so i came home from colorado and a month later i started my first 10 week protocol which was intense to start with i wanted to do eight but the first two weeks were kind of rough for me so i just continued it for 10 but it was mind-blowing yeah i love that i also started intentional microdosing around the same time as you so uh mine was i think march of 2022 and very interesting the way that there was resistance like fear um yeah so i'd love to know more about some of the big things that you were able to uncover um maybe even within your own like family history and your own self that plant medicine did it did it like awaken more did it uncover more i mean i've sort of found that it kind of peels away the layers when i work with it myself not in an fct way but just you know plant medicine in general so how did that impact, you know, the work you were already doing with your own healing? Well, I actually began microdosing without a specific intention. So okay. which is not always recommended. I even to my clients now, I'm like, you need to have a reason, but I don't know if I just had like radical acceptance and trust, or maybe that I was so stoked about it. I didn't really care. I was like, I just want to start, but I trusted myself. And, and really my only intention was to be open to the process and see what the mushrooms wanted to bring up for me. Because like I said, I was still in that really open place and so much stuff was coming up. I was like, what else? Let's go, keep going, keep it rolling. Like what else wants to come up? So I just trusted whatever came up during a microdose and what it would show me. And, and eventually after two or three weeks, I started realizing just how much I actually lacked productivity and motivation in my life. And I needed that energy, especially in my business. So I changed my protocol from one day on two days off to three days a week. And I would do Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And that really worked for me. And I would use those days to dive into, you know, stuff with my business, like branding, organization, creating social content, whatever I needed to do. And I started noticing that after five or six weeks on the same protocol, I would wake up on Monday mornings and my brain would already have been settled into this new neural pathway of these habits I was getting support from the mushrooms with to the, to the point where when my protocol was done, I thought I would struggle finding the motivation and productivity every day, but I was surprisingly happy to experience that on the first Monday being off my protocol, I woke up and had a ton of motivation to conquer the day while also staying in tune with my body because I'm still learning how to regulate my nervous system. And that's when I realized like this shit really works. And I got my boyfriend into it and he's been reading studies about how you combine microdose with microdosing with studying because he's studying for the CSCS. Mm -hmm. um, I, and like, it helps you with um, build stronger study habits and like retain information better. I helped my brother come off some really heavy antidepressants, which was a really fulfilling and kind of mm -hmm. connective moment. Um, and then it was like, I was like, wait a second. I feel so open and I feel so in tune with myself when I do this. And I feel like I was almost like I had gone through the base layer of productivity <laughs> with the mushroom. And I was like, what else is there? And so it actually happened on accident. So I microdosed during my protocol towards the end. Um, 
And I happened to have a family constellation for myself that day. And then an hour before I was like, oh, oh shit, I'm in the middle of my microdose and I have a family constellation. What's going to happen? And I got on those papers and I was shocked. I mean, I felt so in tune with my body. Now in family constellation therapy, when you stand on these papers or the footprints, um, and I'm talking about just on one-on-ones because groups are different. Mm-hmm. Your body sensations are so important for the facilitator to understand what's going on, what's stuck, what's moving too quickly, what's too open. what's I mean, you, you get so much just from the body. And I think that for me, because I was developing a new relationship with my nervous system, the mushrooms helped me to feel safe in my body while also experiencing so many visions and feelings and sensations. And I held the felt sense of a very traumatic thing that happened in my family. And instead of going into my normal kind of low grade trauma response on the paper and having the felt sense of that, I was calm and I have, I felt like I accessed it from a higher place and it helped me integrate so much easier afterwards. Like I would, I continued microdosing, obviously it was at the end of it. But I still had days to integrate not only the mushrooms, but uh, I always say, like, give yourself two weeks after an FCT to really integrate everything that you learned. And I was like, I got this. I'm good. Like, I got the information I needed. I was super open. I felt really safe to access this information. And I also integrated it in a beautiful way. And I've never had to do a family constellation on that specific thing since then, because I was so impacted by the support of the mushrooms. And that's actually what inspired my program. Yeah, I love that. I think that from my own experience too, the mushrooms have been so healing and loving and open and um, helped me through some tough ass shit. And so I love that that was an experience for you as well. Like, even though in the beginning you're like, oh shit, how is this going to go? Like there is anxiety a bit and fear around, you know, is this going to make me so open or is it going to make me feel, you know, some type of way? Um, but that in the end, you saw it as something that was really supportive. And I think that's amazing. I do. I do want to be honest. There were some constellations that I did intentionally microdosing outside of my protocol that definitely heightened the experience too. I mean, it brought to the surface what it needed to bring to the surface. Did I follow up with some microdosing after that? Yes, I did outside of a protocol to help myself integrate. But I trust my relationship with the mushrooms. I trust it so, I trust the mushrooms so much that like, it is a wild experience to have such a deep and trusting relationship with a plant. But that's what this medicine is for. And that's what I think people need to lean into is you just have to trust the process. It's like the morphogenic field in family constellation. I don't know how this information comes up. If I was a professor in physics, I could explain to you how this shit works. I don't know. I just know that when you stand on a piece of paper, you have the experience and the felt sense of what that paper represents and you get healing from it. And I don't question it because it's helping people move forward. You know what I mean? I love that too, because I, I remember in, um, the access Mundi and for those who are listening, if you have no idea what we're talking about, Kat and I both did training with access Mundi, which is this amazing group run by a woman named Brooke and her partner, Michael. And so that's what we're talking about, but I love how one of the first things they ever talked about in our, my microdosing training was like, 
you know, we could talk about the science behind it, but like, this is magical. This is mystical. Like we don't need to know exactly how it works. Um, and of course me being someone who like, I'm a generator. So like, I want to know, like, how does this work? I want to see the evidence. I of course already was doing the other reading, the research to know, but I love this from you. Like, I don't really need to know how the fuck it works. I just know that it works. I trust that it works. And for me, it's the trust. Like that was my biggest lesson that I needed last year to become open to receiving and to trust. Like my current intention in my current microdosing protocol is I trust myself and I trust the universe. Like that is the overarching theme here right now. So to hear you say the same thing, it's just so beautiful. I fucking love that. I tattooed it on my forearm. I have trust tattooed on me because literally, you know, and this is, this is where my philosophy for FCT and all the work that I do is, is I keep one foot in the spiritual and I use light and intuition for healing and discovery, but I have one deep ass foot in the physical human experience. And, you know, I've got some abandonment wound stuff that I'm working through and I've got some mother and father wound stuff. And what I've learned in this journey is that I, I have a very hard time trusting human beings, but the only time I ever felt steadfast trust was working with mushrooms and working with the universe. I swear it's like a higher power of something out there that we cannot tangibly see or touch, but we can feel it every single day. And so that relationship with source, the universe, higher power. I felt that with the mushrooms. And after that, I was like, I'm tattooing this word on me because I need a physical reminder every day to trust because <laughs> you can trust people. People are safe, but you can trust source safe. You know, source will take care of you and same with the mushrooms too. Mm. And so what do you think it is about the mushrooms? Cause I have some thoughts. Um, but what do you think it is about the mushrooms itself that like helps peel away ancestral stuff right like is it something special about the plant itself because I feel like for me the work that I'm doing is very much like womb related work but I think that the womb is the root of us of course we all come from the womb we come from the cosmic womb um the great void and so I'm wondering if you also sort of have this belief or have thought of this like what is it about the fungi that's like pulling away the ancestral roots I have the biggest smile on my face because I love this question <laughs> so much. The mushrooms drop the ego. And when you're doing ancestral work, you cannot, you can, let's be, let's be human. You can come into a session with ego and you're not going to get much out of it because ultimately at the end of this, at the end of the day, what moves people forward is love, whether we want to accept it or not. Now I will say you can come into love, even if you are estranged with your family, because you love and accept yourself, regardless of what happened to you. The energy of love is what moves people forward. And what is the one thing that blocks love? Fear and ego. So working with the mushrooms drops the ego. It connects you to something way bigger than yourself. And that's the openness that you experience. Like I said, when I stood on those papers, my ego was gone. I didn't have any preconceived notions anymore. They weren't as tangible and hard and heavy. They were still there, but they were flexible. They were easy. They were lighter. And that helped me move into love and acceptance and compassion and understanding. One of my favorite things too that, that happens at the end of a session is when people do, do this really hard work. Um, and especially with the mushrooms, this happens even more so with the mushrooms is people are like, oh my God. I feel like I understand my ancestors so much more now. I didn't realize they went through that. And I get goosebumps saying that because that's what moves people forward. 
like boundaries are super important. Boundary yourself up if you need to all day long. Like, I don't know what people went through in their family systems. Like boundary yourself if you have a damn good reason. I support that. But we have to come back to love. And that's what the psilocybin does. It drops the ego and connects you to something bigger. Mm. Fuck yeah. I love that. So let's talk about your, your course. I saw like your promo for this months ago and I have to say it was so inspiring. Um, so talk to me about what it is that you have birthed and how it's helping people transform. So microdose and FCT is a six week program where basically people come into this container, very safe container with that one foot in the spiritual, one foot in the physical with the support of the mushrooms. So we dive into family constellation therapy, but we, with the powerful and gentle support of microdosing psilocybin, we let family constellation be what it is. And we call in the magic of this plant medicine to allow the space to do its work through you. So people that feel called to the program may feel like they need to go deeper in, you know, the current place of their life with their healing. And they have a lot of internal resistance, even though they know that they're ready. Um, a lot of people already have a relationship with psilocybin and they want to incorporate it with ancestral healing. I always say like ancestral, so like a full dose journey is like a full ancestral deep dive. But FCT is like microdosing ancestral healing. And so why not pair that with actual microdosing? It's like, I was like, okay, this has to be obvious. Um, but people ca- come into it if they want to clean up any trauma that stems from the family system that's affecting them. And that's really important to touch on. Like we don't clean it up for anyone else. We look at what happened in the family system and how it's showing up in the client. And then that's how we heal it because this work is essentially energy work. So you're rippling out that healing to everyone else. Mm. Um, I think it's really important for people who have like fears that are holding them hostage and they're unable to live their life because of it, or they're, they're holding on to trauma patterns out of comfort, not knowing a way to move through it um, based on childhood experiences that people aren't able to be fully present in their mind, body, and spirit. And I think the biggest thing that I have seen with clients so far is most of the people, and this is, none of these people know each other, which is a wild thing, but like most people are disconnected from their bodies and they're living neck up rather than neck down or fully integrated. Right. And they come to me with like really stuck nervous systems, really dysregulated. And the mushrooms are just supportive enough to help them. Obviously, you know, I always suggest like, I know about somatic therapy. I think people should always be using tools of people have a group of people supporting you, but I don't know what it is. It's just about the mushrooms. It just, it feels right for people. And and so people that struggle with nervous system regulation, feeling safe in their bodies, um, they always get called to this program and it's always really miraculous what shows up for them. I love it. And I love how you expressed, you know, a full dose journey with psilocybin is like deep ancestral healing and then microdosing is, you know, a microdose of that. And then FCT is a microdose of the, I mean, that's perfect. That was like, I, I was just like, holy shit. Yes. <laughs> that's so cool. And so when and how can folks join this? Is this like a group thing or is it one-on-one? 
So right now it's just group. I don't have a, a set date for the next round, but if someone is listening to this and feels like deeply called to do it outside of the group program, I'm not going to say no, you know, if this resonates with people. So I always say like, if you're, if you're interested, just reach out and email me or DM me and we can get on a discovery call and chat about how it would support people. But I'm actually going through this week is very, you know, timely, this eclipse, new moon, what the fuck is going on? Um, I'm just like in a, in a, my business is about to change a lot and, um, inviting in some more of that light work and that energy work, you know, into family constellation therapy. And so things are kind of shifting, which is why I don't have a date, but you know, like I said, if someone's really interested, I'll do it. Yeah. Perfect. And so how can folks find you and connect with you? So um, you can find me on Instagram at heal underscore with underscore cat. But for anyone that listens in the future, my handle, like I said, my business is going through some changes. So my handle might change in a couple of months, but you can just search cat Dow. It's D as in David, A-O-U, and you'll find me. Um, and I keep it simple. My website and Instagram. <laughs> Perfect. I love that. Yeah. So- my, my website's healwithcat.com. Okay. Yeah. And so what else do you want to share that we haven't talked about? I love this conversation. I think that we got just enough of the details about FCT to like not freak people out and not yeah. make them overthink. Yeah. <laughs> um, and of cool. course, chatting about medicine is like my favorite thing. Do you want to talk about your question about asking for yourself being adopted? Cause I Hell have- yes. Oh yes, yeah. yes, yes. Okay. okay. So folks who are listening and you've, if you've listened before, you know this, I'm adopted. So I asked Kat in our like pre-interview questions, if FCT would work for me because of the fact that I don't really know that much about my, my bloodline. Right. But I also have another side question too. Mm -hmm. First is FCT more linked to your family of birth or just the family that raised you? Does it have anything to do with like bloodline trauma? Or is it like who you, is it nature, nurture, which one? So both. family constellation therapy is a, I like a, a, well, let me explain to it the way that, that I, that I see it. Your birth family will, will definitely affect you. They will greatly affect you because they're the ones that gave you life. Right. And so energetically you are connected and biologically and bound to them in this lifetime, whether you know them or not, because you come from that lineage and on a cellular level, you're also carrying that lineage with you, but adopted family lineage is a bit different. So the adopted parents can cause trauma or they can create healing, i.e. like attachment trauma, for example, even though you aren't biologically related, you're still working within the confines of that family system, right? So I always say with adopted children and family systems that they may be genetically predisposed to certain things from their biological lineage, and but the way that they were raised will have a profound impact on who they become. Mm-hmm. And so what we know about epigenetics is that your gene expression can be turned on or off essentially based on your environment. So there's two parts to it. And sometimes it can be double the work. But I will tell you this adoption is fucking fascinating because you have double the systems. So not only I get goosebumps thinking this, not only are you healing for two lineages at the same time in profound ways, like your soul is in deep service to two family systems. To me, some of the strongest people are people who are adopted because they are carrying two, I mean, double the work in some ways. And so I look at it as double the gifts. And, and we can always heal the wounds. So your soul is like 
I can fucking do two at a time. Give me a challenge. I'll do it. I'll let like, let's go, let's go. But also spirits like, yeah. And also double the gifts. Mm. So it's, that's what, how I look at adoption. I mean, it's really powerful. Uh, I love that. And I think it's also interesting too, that you brought this up because and like personally, I have felt so much more called to look into my family of origin, right? So my birth family, um, I know, I know that some of the reasons why I've had so much scarcity and fear in my life were, is because of what happened when I was in my birth mom's belly. Um, so she was 12 when she found out she was pregnant and I was like, I think she was about six and a half months along before she knew. And then she got kicked out of her house. And so she had to like live with these strangers who ended up being a, like a host family for her to stay with in a safe place before giving me up for adoption. So it was a good thing, but also I'm sure a terrifying thing. And I'm there, a sentient being inside of her womb, feeling all this shit. And so my entire lived experience in my conscious life, I've like been very, even my mom, my, my adopted mom would say this as a kid, I was so intense and I would like have these worries. I remember being so terrified that like we would lose all of our money and like we wouldn't have anywhere to live when I was like five, Mm. but I didn't ever like nothing within my like mom and dad, um, adoptive parents, nothing that was happening would have really made me feel this way. And so now after my spiritual awakening in my thirties, I'm like, Oh shit. Like it's what was ingrained in my sub, like my cells as I was floating around in the, you know, the womb. Well, the wild thing, there's two things I want to say that. Thank you so much for sharing that with me. Um, So the first thing is the root chakra is developed in the second trimester up until the first 12 months of life. Mm. That is not just to me. That's like, if we were in an FCT, let's go into the root chakra. Like, let's deal with that first. Second thing is that when a baby is in the womb, it is so deeply connected to its mother's womb and body that if it senses that there's any through chemicals and I say energetics too, that there's any distress that's going to threaten your survival, the baby will quite literally send chemicals back to the mom for survival. And that's how we become a mesh and bonded and we take on things for our parents. So people pleasing unintentionally or a meshment or taking things on for our families happens in the womb. And so this stuff, what I promise people and this is a big promise to make, but I've, I've seen it in myself and I've seen it in so many people, it can be healed. And understanding with awareness what happened is literally healing in and of itself. People think that, you know, FCT is fun and microdosing is so fun. Like all of this work is so awesome, but just awareness itself, you heal so much just by awareness alone. Yes. So if you're able to just lean in a little bit and see there what's there for you, you're already doing the healing work. You get to have fun with things like FCT and microdosing and shamanic womb healing and whatever else that there is. That's the that's the stuff that really helps you move things forward. But awareness alone, that's that's the start of the healing journey, in my opinion. So you have beautiful awareness around it, which is great. I love it. Well, Kat, this is beautiful. Thank you so much for all of this. I have felt so healed and held as we've had this chat and I will put all of the links to your, um, your work in the show notes. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. And just really quick before we end, I'd like to offer your listeners access to my ancestral subconscious meditation. 
Um, it's something I created for my Patterns of Love workshop last year. But just as a thank you for listening to the episode, they can DM me on Instagram and I'll send them a link for it. But it's an awesome subconscious meditation where you get to speak to one of your ancestors. I'll send it ah, to you too. Um, yeah. And learn more about what needs healing in your lineage. It's super powerful. It takes like 20 to 30 minutes. But yeah, DM me on Instagram and I'll send you the link for it and I'll send it to you too. Should we microdose first? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> But thank you so much for having me on. It's such a pleasure to talk to you. Mm, I loved that chat so much. Kat is such a joy. And I hope you guys connect with her on social media. I'll put all of her links in the show notes below. Find me on social media at Leslie Draffin and at the Light Within podcast. Remember, babe. You can sign up for a free one-on-one call with me right now. We can talk about how to connect you with your cycle today. Talk about how to get you an aligned action plan to help support you through your biggest cycle challenges. And I'll show you a sneak peek at cyclical microdosing, my revolutionary 10-week journey to help you reconnect with your cycle, womb, and divine feminine through sacred psychedelic medicine. Have yourself a beautiful week. Thanks so much for spending time with me today. And remember, there's no light without darkness, but there's no darkness without light. I'll see you next time.